This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I have something a little bit different to share with you this time. The story I'm sharing with you comes from a collaboration with David of Sparkle Stories podcast. We worked on this story together, and you're going to hear both of our voices. I'll be telling most of the story, and David will come in as a special character. I hope you enjoy it. It's called Oakley and the Long Fog. Let's get to it. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Tucked in his cozy, warm, sweet-smelling bed of dried leaves and flower petals, Oakley shifted this way and that, trying to get comfortable. But the problem was not the softness of the bed. In fact, it was a perfect bed for a young chipmunk like himself. No, the problem was he could not stop thinking about something old Squirrel had said earlier that day about the fog. Old Squirrel was the storyteller of Oakley's corner of the forest. He had been in that corner longer than anyone and had seen so many remarkable things. Old Squirrel had seen a bird fly overhead that had all the colors of the rainbow. He had seen a clear sky suddenly fill with clouds that then dropped rain and then ice and then snow all in one day. He had seen moose and foxes and even an old woman looking for mushrooms. Old Squirrel had stories for everything he had seen, and all the animals in that corner of the forest looked forward to hearing them. But this was different. The story Old Squirrel had told earlier that day was a little bit about things he had seen long ago, but mostly It was a story about something that the entire forest community was experiencing right in that moment. The fog. The fog had descended two days before, and at first Oakley was excited like the rest of the forest animals. Though it was the first time Oakley had experienced a fog, The older animals knew all about it. It's good luck, bellowed Bartholomew the bullfrog, who liked to sit inside a hollow hemlock log and make his voice echo. Keeps the forest nice and wet. Thick fog like this means a hot afternoon, chirped a little nuthatch overhead. Enjoy it while you can. It will be gone by midday said Oakley's older sister, who had experienced only two fogs in her life but considered herself an expert. The sun turns the fog into puddles. 
But after the second, and then the third day of nonstop fog, the forest animals began to get nervous. Instead of thinning, the fog only seemed to get thicker. It was a gray, woolly blanket covering the forest, making it hard to scamper without stumbling. None of them had ever known a fog to last so long and to be so thick. What could it mean? This was when Old Squirrel had stepped up onto the hemlock stump and waited for the others to gather. He was clearly going to tell the forest community a story. Lark flew above the fog, using her bird call to let everyone know to gather around the hemlock stump. The animals came slower than usual, squinting as they made their way through the mist. But they all came. They all wanted to hear from Old Squirrel. They each found a spot around the stump and settled in to hear his story. I do recall a time long ago when a great fog came here to our forest. It lasted for a number of days, maybe three or four. I must have been a year old, perhaps, so I was old enough to know it was strange, but still young enough to think that I could do something about it. I ran up and down this tree as well as the tallest tree at the time, Bartholomew's hemlock, (laughs) looking for some sense of when it was going to end, and then, if it was going to end. A number of animals were worried. Some said change was right around the corner. Others said it could be permanent. A few worried. The clouds had fallen to earth while others thought it was an underground pond longing to touch the sky. Some animals were scared. Some were angry. Some were even sad, but all of them had one thing in common. They didn't know what was going to happen, and they didn't like not knowing. The uncertainty was as heavy and thick as this fog. Old Squirrel paused and looked around at his audience. The animals were listening intently, peering up at him through the dimness. He smiled slightly and then continued. Luckily, there was a turtle named Penelope who used to pass through that corner of the forest. She was not at all scared or angry or sad or the least bit worried about the fog. Everything changes. That is the only thing you can be certain of. So keep your eyes open, friends, and notice what today's fog has to bring you. Because whatever happens today, tomorrow is sure to change. To that end, dear friends, said Old Squirrel, I invite you to see our foggy day as a mark of delightful magic and mystery. Will there be a fog tomorrow? None of us can truly know. 
Will the fog disappear in the morning? By midday today, will it last another two days? None of us can truly know. So let us go about our day and see what the fog can bring us. This was the story that Oakley had heard that day, and now he couldn't sleep. His mom and dad explained that Old Squirrel was trying to reassure the forest folk, but Oakley was not reassured. He was nervous. He was worried. He did not like not knowing what was going to happen. He worried that the fog might be with them forever. As is often the case, eventually little Oakley did fall asleep. But when he woke in the morning, he was groggy, he was grumpy, and when he poked his head out of the hole in the oak tree, he saw that the fog was still there. What are we going to do? He said to his mom. What if it never clears? He said to his dad, What if we never see the sun again? He said to his sister. They all tried to reassure him and to repeat the wisdom of Old Squirrel, but none of it helped until his father suggested he go visit his friend Babs the rabbit. He had been friends with Babs as long as he could remember, and the two of them had a lot in common. They were both quiet, they both enjoyed wrestling, and, like him, Babs sometimes got nervous. If anyone could relate to how he felt, it would surely be her. So he agreed. His sister accompanied him, and the two of them scuttled along the forest floor, looking this way and that, observing the dense fog around them. He was glad his sister knew which way to go because he could barely recognize the path without seeing the tall trees, stumps, and rocks that were familiar to him. As they continued side by side, Oakley did something he didn't normally do. He stopped for a minute and reached out for his sister's paw. In the middle of a forest that now felt so unfamiliar to him, her warm paw reminded him that this was all his home. They sat together for a moment, smiled at one another, and then continued on their way. Finally, as they approached the thicket where Babs and her family lived, Oakley was amazed to see his friend out by a patch of nettles all by herself. Oakley's sister nudged him towards his friend with her paw. Then Oakley watched his sister slip into the mist, knowing she'd return for him later. Babs? Oakley whispered, turning back toward his friend. It's daytime. Shouldn't you get in the thicket? He asked this because the forest creatures all avoided the open ground during the day for fear of hawks overhead. 
They only ventured into the open under cover of darkness. The fog, said Babs with a big smile. She then pointed her nose in all directions, as if showing Oakley the fog for the first time. The hawks can't see us. My mom says it's the gift of the fog. Then Babs did a little rabbit dance, and Oakley couldn't help but giggle. Oakley was amazed and delighted. This revelation that they could be out in the open during the day was amazing to him. Oakley took a breath in and looked around. He spotted the faint yellow blotch of the sun behind the gray fog. The trees all around him were just enormous trunks. They seemed to disappear as they climbed upwards into the mist. Beside him, Babs... Normally very timid when it came to any exploration, now seemed full of courage and adventure. She smiled wide-eyed and then beckoned him to follow her. Oakley stood there for a moment, in the thicket, not quite ready to move. He then recalled what Old Squirrel said earlier, I invite you to see our foggy day as a mark of delightful magic and mystery. He thought of what Babs's mom had told her about the gift of the fog. Oakley took a last look around, swallowing his nerves. He followed his friend. She led them to a line of ferns. Oakley followed her to the line of ferns, and they hopped up onto an old white pine stump to watch a woodpecker work on an ancient maple tree. The two friends leaned into each other and lost themselves watching the busy woodpecker searching for bugs. It was fascinating, and Oakley couldn't remember ever being able to watch a woodpecker for that long. They then gathered some berries from the forest's edge and lined them up on a mossy rock to marvel at their color. The fog seemed to make the colors brighter and more magical. By the time Oakley's sister came, they had wrestled together in a patch of plantains, tasted the tips of new birch saplings next to a glacial rock, and made funny faces in a small puddle formed in a tulip tree leaf. It had been a wonderful time, and the two friends made a plan to meet up again the next day. Do you think it will be foggy again tomorrow? Oakley asked his sister, hopefully. His sister shrugged and repeated what she had heard Old Squirrel say. None of us can truly know. Oakley heard his sister's words. And instead of feeling the worry and nervousness he had felt the day before, he found himself shrugging as well. This feeling of adventure stayed with Oakley for the rest of the day. He noticed a bright red newt sitting on a dark stick, and he thought it looked like a flower. He saw a form in the fog that looked a little like a tall crow with its wings spread, 
And as they got closer, the form turned into a short apple tree with two big apples. And then as they got even closer, Oakley could see that it was his mother and father sitting on a rock. This revelation made him laugh with surprise. The fog makes everything magical, he said between giggles. Oakley's parents then heard about his time with Babs and were delighted to learn that he had had such a nice time. That night, little Oakley snuggled into his warm, sweet-smelling bed of dried leaves and flower petals and sighed. He loved the mix of flower smells and nutty acorn smells and the woolly smells of his family and he closed his eyes to take it all in. He thought about the day with Babs and then exploring with his family and wondered for a moment what the next day would bring. Would it be foggy? Would it be clear? Truly, there was no way to know, just as Old Squirrel said. But, just as Old Squirrel said, It didn't really matter. He would just go about his day and see what the day brought him. I think so many of us are dealing with uncertainty right now and navigating our own versions of the fog. I know I am. I hope you enjoyed hearing about Oakley's experience with his fog And if you are in the middle of one, try to find the magic in it, if you can. Little Stories for Tiny People is created by me, Rhea Pector. This particular story is a sparkle story, and sparkle stories generously let me share it with you on my podcast. You can hear this same story produced a little bit differently, as well as many other stories, over at Sparkle Stories. I'll put a link in the episode description. Thank you to Peter Kay, my in-house tech director, for running my website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, and putting my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy. And thank you, as always, for listening in.